Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rejuvenation's Health Radio on blogtalkradio.com. The show is brought to you by LipoLite Naples and your hosts are Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron. We are your station for everything natural. We are your station for information about slimming, shaping, and toning. We not only want you to live longer, we want you to have more life in those years. So without further ado, let's get on with today's show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is Dr. Ron Sr. broadcasting from the Bonita Springs, uh, Florida studios. Uh, We're waiting for Dr. Ron to uh, catch up to us. So good afternoon, everybody, on this 120th day of the year. Where is it going, ladies and gentlemen? 120 days already. We are brought to you today by LipoLite Naples, located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road, Suite 6 in Naples, Florida. That is uh, the office where you can find slimming and shaping and toning technologies. It is in the Mission Square Shopping Plaza where the Italian restaurant Noodles is located. Uh, Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron also uh, talk about and and treat uh, functional medical problems, including diseases of the thyroid. So if you want to get back in your skinny jeans this summer and you want to blast that uh, jelly in your belly with the latest technology, uh, call LipoLite Naples at 239-331-5886. That number is 239-331-5886. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, my wife and I uh, uh, have decided to buy a new box spring and mattress. Isn't that great news? I'm sure you just... And you just were waiting to hear that. In any case, uh, we did some research and went to uh, different mattress stores. And our research uh, discovered that there is a lot of off-gassing of uh, mattress products. That is, they're made of petroleum products. And uh, up to a couple years, the flame retardants that were put in these mattresses uh, let off toxic fumes. So I'm not going to mention the name, but there is a mattress that we did order and hope to get delivery by next week that has no petroleum products, that has all the benefits of all the name brand ones you find in the commercial stores, but none of the toxic gas products. And we'll let you know. And if things work out, we'll be able to offer you a nice discount on these products. But uh, we want to try it out first. And I want to also uh, let you know that uh, a world-famous podiatrist, uh, podiatric surgeon, Dr. Jamie Weaver, will be on our show uh, on May 21st. Dr. Weaver uh, has uh, been a previous guest. She's been well-received. And she'll be talking about common ailments of your, your feet and ankle, how to prevent problems, and if you have a problem, uh, which one uh, treatment or which one shoe you should consider using. So that's May 21st uh, to hear Dr. Jamie Weaver. Well, this week I heard a friend of mine tell me that she has been on Nexium for 13 years. And as you know, over the course of this program, I've talked about these proton pump inhibitors and how they affect your health. I mean, they just destroy your health. And uh, I want to tell you about two women uh, who wanted to play with their grandchildren. One of them, uh, even if it's just taking them to the park, but you know what? She has fractures of both her feet, two ribs, and an ankle. And she's terrified of uh, breaking another bone. And she spends her days in severe pain. Uh, There's another grandmother who has broken both her feet and spends her days with severe pain. And ladies and gentlemen, they're both uh, part of a growing army of walking wounded, women and men whose bones snapped and shattered without any notice. 
and it happened after taking the purple pill to treat their stubborn heartburn. Remember, this purple pill is called the blue crack. Now, researchers are warning that more than 100 million other Americans who take Nexium, Prilosec, Zegarit, or Prevacid, or other prescription or over-the-counter heartburn drugs may be at the same risk. But our government and the billion-dollar drug companies have cooked up a scheme to keep you in the dark. Researchers from the Forsyth Institute, one of the top independent research organizations in America, are sounding the alarm. PPIs, proton pump inhibitors for heartburn, increase your risk of sudden, severe bone breaks by a shocking 34%. The very acids that these drugs suppress allow our bodies to regulate the calcium in our blood and transfer it to our bones. Block that acid, and according to the lead researcher, Richard Bactolino, and you're literally starving and weakening your bones. That news may come a shock to millions of uh, proton pump inhibitor patients, but drug makers and the FDA have known it for years. In fact, they've worked together to keep uh, you in the dark and keep it a secret. You see, the bad news about these drugs and fractures started rolling in years ago, and stories of shattered wrists and ankles and hips were so frightening, the FDA required all PPIs, proton pump inhibitors, to carry a warning about possible fracture risk. But then, 10 months later, the big pharmaceutical companies got a special gift from the FDA. It gave them a loophole the size of a Saturn ring. The FDA said that it had changed its mind, and suddenly all these over-the-counter versions somehow, magically, became safe. So how did the pharmaceutical companies pull that off? Well, the doses are the same as the prescription drugs that carry the warnings. In fact, Prelosic, the over-the-counter drug, is 20.6 milligrams. That's double the strength of a 10-milligram prescription pill. And the over-the-counter version is even advertised as the, quote, medicine equivalent, unquote, of the leading prescription. And why did that happen? It's all happened because of a 14-day deception. The FDA ruled that as long as the over-the-counter package says not to take the drug any longer than two weeks, the fracture warning is history. It didn't have to be mentioned. So who only takes these drugs for two weeks? Everyone, the FDA, the drug makers, even your friends down the street, know. They know people are popping these pills every single day for years and years on end. Even Prolosec over-the-counter commercial says to take one pill each morning. But as long as their packages keep saying to stop taking the pills after 14 days, the pharmaceutical companies don't have to tell you a thing. And that 14-day deception may have sentenced millions to shattered bones, agonizing pain, and lost independence. In fact, here's some of what we know about these proton pump inhibitors and bone breaks. Using these drugs can increase your risk of hip, wrist, wrist that is, foot, and spine fractures. The risk increases the longer you use them, with those taking them for one year or more at greatest risk. Can you imagine this person who told me they were taking them for 13 years, what her risk is going to be? Taking a higher dose, even for under a year, also increases your chance of fracture, and the danger also increases if you have other risk factors for broken bones or you are over 50 years of age. Now, have you ever heard of these warnings before? Do you ever hear this from uh, the cable guy that advertises the, the, these proton pump inhibitors? I don't think so. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've talked about it's really hard to get off of these drugs, these uh, proton pump inhibitors. I call them drugs very difficult, uh, so uh, you have to work with your uh, physician to get you off, and uh, that, that's going to be, require a, a, a process because your body is going to want to make all the acid it can once you stop these. So that's my tip for the day, the proton pump inhibitors. Uh, you need to, uh, to be very careful, never take them for more than 14 days, and with that, 
I want to send it back down to our southern office at the Naples at 1575 Pine Ridge Road, where Dr. Ron is waiting patiently uh, to hop into this program. Good afternoon, Dr. Ron. Hey, good afternoon. It's good to hear you uh, talk uh, talk about that topic. You haven't brought that up in a little while. As we were saying last week, just kind of we have a lot of new new listeners, and so the, you know the purple pill, you know, the Prolisex and Nexiums are something we see all the time, and obviously one of the triple threat top three nutrition supplements that I talk about each and every day is the probiotic, the digestive enzyme, and increasing stomach acid naturally with uh, typically betaine HCL. So. Yeah, there's uh, certainly certainly a better way to uh, correct the, the the problem at hand instead of uh, just masking the uh, the symptom using these uh, proton pump inhibiting inhibiting drugs that have uh, such profound uh, ultimate detrimental effects and not even really correcting the the causation, which is obviously what we're looking and seeking is why did these things happen in the first place? So excellent stuff. Um, yeah, we're back uh, in the North Naples office. Uh, you mentioned the address at 1575 Pine Ridge Road. Uh, really convenient to get to us. We have the no-obligation consultations. Kind of reiterated some of our technologies and techniques last week and even the introduction to a new program for those of you that are having the knee joint pain and neuropathy. Becoming very popular natural approach. Uh, most of the rheumatologists and endocrinologists don't have a lot of answers for you know the neuropathy and even the orthopedic guys. Uh, when surgery is not necessary, or even post-surgically, some recommendations outside of the general physical therapy, strengthening and range of motion exercises to help alleviate maybe some residual signs of uh, knee pain that are conflicting with your day-to-day life. So just really fun stuff we're excited about, uh, kind of bringing to light that, yes, we do focus on the uh, looking and feeling better, the, the 30-day intro weight loss program and the lipo body sculpting and slimming, shaping, and toning. But we also have the Medi Spa, uh, offering all the relaxation and spa amenities in addition um, with the focal areas in in musculoskeletal and pain management. So just for those that have been with us and those who are new, uh, there are several different things that we we do here, depending on what your need is. Uh, The show was founded on uh, helping people with their health and and part of that looking better through controlling their weight, uh, reducing the fat in the belly area, the jelly in the belly that my father coined quite a while ago. And uh, for those that are doing pretty well with that, maybe need a little sculpting, some slimming, shaping, toning with uh, either red light therapy, non-surgical approaches, or cavi lipo. And even our fine light face mask for uh, fine lines and blemishes about the face, another kind of interesting uh, device to uh, slightly tone up that skin and... uh, you know, without, without any surgery or any uh, side effects. So just really neat things. You guys are, you should come in and uh, definitely check us out and uh, see firsthand what we have to offer, see our facility. We have a first-class facility. It's a beautiful office, comfortable setting, and uh, treatments are as little as 30 minutes in duration. So it's uh, something you can do on your on your lunch break. Hey, so Dr. All, all is well here. Yes. Got a question for you and the listening audience. What is the only muscle in our body that's only attached at one end? Um, your nose. I don't know. All right. Well, I'm going to give you the answer, and we'll we'll have a uh, a quiz next week. Uh, we may ask the same question again. Your tongue is the only mus- muscle in your body that is attached at one end. You know, most of we have an origin and insertion, as we call it in medicine, of our muscles, uh, the origin of the muscle, and then its insertion down further to cause a joint to move. But your tongue is only attached at one end. Just thought it would be that was an interesting factoid that we'll throw in here today. That's it. That's all I got. Well, yeah, but in our case, it's attached to both ends because uh, the clients here got it attached to food on the other end. That's the problem. <laughs> so we got to de- we got to detach the the the, uh, the insertion on the on the food matter that doesn't seem to stop. So uh, yeah, that's pretty neat. Well, we have uh, too many things to talk about. I'll get into a, uh, a mention to you 
a gentleman who's uh, likely to come on air, who's a neuropsychologist. We'll talk about some things with our kids that uh, has me con- pretty concerned, and we've talked about technology many times. Um, hopefully people are picking up on some of the things we've talked about week after week. I, I have additional information, once again, on uh, you know, the whole soda issue, because that, as I say, really that becomes the, kind of the number one thing that seems to be in play on each of the interviews that I have um, is either diet soda or just drinking a lot of pop, you know, a lot of a lot of soda pop. And so we we've started out several of the shows just really recommending that you know proper proper food choices, looking at organic foods, you know, making sure you're willing to step up and and do some form of exercise at least at a bare minimum. Trying to find ways to control stress. Uh, hydration is something also that we have in initial uh, conversations for all types of situations, even you know, with respect to joint pain, rheumatoid arthritis, arthritic conditions, uh, different toxicities of the liver and the kidney, making sure, uh, even a topic I have on hand for blood pressure, making sure you're hydrating properly. And then as my father was stepping out, instead of destroying your gut, looking at the ways to really rectify the harmful effects of antibiotic and and just basically uh, processed foods and all the genetically modified foods that uh, have some significant concern as well. And looking at B12 and vitamin D levels, and as we've talked about supplementing with some oils for uh, even the neuropsychologist I was talking to, uh, Dr. Claude was uh, reflecting how important that is for blood-brain uh, barrier functioning and cellular functioning, neuron cells, all the nerve cells skin texture, having a nice healthy skin. So essential oils we've discussed. And looking at the aspects of the the Dr. Kalish at the Kalish Institute, the methods of uh, assessing hormone, especially stress hormone issues and cortisol uh, and relationships to gut and gut infections, which is something uh, that I dealt with this week. Again, even the uh, infectious disease physicians sometimes are overlooking doing something as simple as a stool test, you know, a poop test, actually checking for pathology, whether it be a fluke, worm, uh, just some form of parasitic infection that could be picked up through the food, through sushi, through traveling abroad, uh, that can really throw uh, a curveball into why you're having some abnormalities, even as far as elevated, extremely elevated liver enzymes, lethargy, loss of libido, and just blood chemistries being... On, 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 of unknown reason why they're erratic. So, you know, these combinations of looking at hormone control, pathology in the gastrointestinal system, and also looking at ways to, as we've discussed, reducing toxicity. And, you know, we've talked about with respect to all these things re- resulting in being people becoming overweight and becoming overweight followed with or, or pre- previous to just developing uh, the lethargic nature or fatigue within uh, their day-to-day life and trying to look at thyroid activity in, in that combination to the adrenal system and why these things are really uh, going awry. And we talked about iodine, too. So we've gone in several directions. They all really tie into each other, though, and that's why the repetition, I think, is key because you hear about thyroid, you hear about Hashimoto's, you hear about gluten and gluten intolerance, where do all these things tie in? And really, fundamentally, it starts out at the topics of the food matter we talk, we bring into play with the sodas and the sugars and high fructose corn syrup and the processed foods and, and the, the um, fad for many, many, many years about eliminating fat, the low-fat, no-fat dieting, uh, and just the inflammatory processes that develop when, you're, when your lifestyle is really not uh, rectified. And so Lipolite, you know, Lipolite Naples and the Lipolite Lifestyle is really the coined term now because the lifestyle issue is the key, the commitment to change uh, in simple fashions. Uh, like I said, we, we added the MCT oil. We have people cooking with coconut oil, olive oils, you know, good, good oils to uh, eliminate infl- inflammation, more of the high omega-3 oils that are found in salmon, preferably wild fish if you're going to have wild uh, salmon as wild salmon as an example. And uh, really looking to to tie these things together because thyroid uh, issues are huge with the ladies. We're seeing issues in the men as well. Uh, So we're putting people, men and women, on iodine. We're we're restoring gut function so that you can have a healthy immune system, looking at the fact that, you know, your immune system is somewhere in the name of 85% or maybe higher. 
is the critical mass relative to having good um, gut health. And with that, I uh, had a little bit that I just uh, moments ago spliced together here, um, which is a topic that comes up a whole lot, but it's kind of like tucked under the rug, and it has to do with emergency room visits and general visits to my office in consultation with respect to constipation. And it sounds silly, but uh, again, it ties into you know the relevant topic of gastrointestinal motility and just good GI health. And so constipation is uh, one of the most common bowel problems, and you know it's in fact somewhere around 19, at least reportedly 19% of the U.S. population. And so um, you know trying to, it's basically defined as passing a dry, hard stool that uh, you have to strain to move as well as you know, the issue of just having fewer bowel movements in any day or any week period of time. Anybody that's suffering from this understands it's uncomfortable. Uh, it's associated with bloating, it's associated with cramping, um, the feeling of incomplete elimination, um, not not very fun for these people. Uh, and so just overall, people with these issues, and there's several of you listening, and a whole lot out there, 19%, it's probably higher than that, um, you know, people feel really miserable, and it affects you know their day-to-day life. Not to mention, it's some significant warning signs that there's something wrong. So, most typically, your lifestyle. Um, you know, chronic constipation if it's left untreated can lead to these impactions, what they call fecal impactions, which are the reasons why people go to the emergency room. Um, it's a really extremely hardened stool; basically, gets stuck. So constipation uh, also it can lead to or leads to the likelihood of uh, higher risk in colon cancer, um, diverticulosis, as well as appendicitis too. Um, straining while you're having a bowel movement uh, is, is basically because you're constipated, you're having that decreased motility of the uh, digestive tract and the intestinal uh, wall, muscle wall. Uh, and something you really need to take seriously. So this can lead to other problems that you've seen, blood on your toilet paper, which was generally with respect to hemorrhoids or something known as anal fissures, which are tears in the skin in that anal region. Uh, you can have prolapsing of the rectum, uh, uh, which in part, you know, protrudes through, through from the anal region. And so these things, you know, funny or not, it's pretty serious. And for those of you that are dealing with it, you're listening. So it's... Uh, a good percentage of people that come in, and even when I have these more functional medicine consults about uh, the question of how many bowel movements do you have per day, and to hear that someone's not having a bowel movement but one or two per week, that's pretty scary stuff. So where all the food you're eating, where is it going? So, you know, this whole concept can be qu- quite painful. It can also lead to severe abdominal pain and cramping, um, and again, impactions, which is why people end up uh, scooting off to the emergency room. Um, from 2006 to 2011, there's been a 42% increase in ER visits just due to constipation. And so what causes the constipation is, you know, regular bowel movements are extremely important, as I mentioned, for health. Without them, you have toxin accumulation, uh, and these toxins recirculate into the bloodstream. If elimination if it's not, is not regular and or complete, uh, that waste matter dries up and becomes very, very solid, almost like cement within the walls of the colon. Uh, can, and some of the reasons you people have bad breath, I mean, it can back up into that into that relevance. So it can lead to something we call halitosis. So it's just, uh, just really a sign of extreme toxicity in your system. And so there's off-gassing, and so that uh, can come back out the other way. Some of the cause, common causes of constipation for you listeners is, uh, you know, laxative abuse, also the thyroid issue, low th- hypothyroidism people, irritable bowel syndrome, and just really uh, in our stressful, crazy, busy life, how about just the ignorance and ig- ignoring uh, the urge when you, when you can fight it? Uh, if you constantly ignore the urge to have a bowel movement, basically that continual avoidance can eventually lead to a stop in the feeling of that urge. And so that can lead to these impactions. Certain medications, how about antidepressants? Uh, my father just talked about you know this, this realm too, the antacids. Uh, blood pressure medication, iron supplements can also contribute to the constipation and can lead to dehydration. So, you know, if you're dehydrated, that ties in just as we talked about with some of the relevance of uh, uh, daily life, making sure you're drinking plenty of water. So you've got to do that. 
uh, one of the primary causes of constipation is what we've always talked about has to do with your diet, you know, particularly if you're eating one that's high in processed foods. And, of course, processed foods right away are low in fiber. And we talked about fiber. We'll bring that back into play, too. One of the signs that a food is, uh, is of a natural source of fiber is that basically you must chew it a good number of times before swallowing. Processed foods, which basically melts in your mouth, uh, are, are not uh, going to give you adequate sources of fiber. So unless you're regularly eating whole fruits and vegetables, along with what we talk about the hunter and gatherer paleolithic type of diet, including nuts and seeds, you may be missing out on the healthiest forms of fiber available, and obviously that could become a problem. Um, it's actually because your body can't digest these fi the, the fiber that plays the important role in digestion. Soluble fiber, like those found in cucumbers, for instance, blueberries, dissolve into a gel-like structure. It helps to slow down your digestion. Uh, this helps you to feel fuller longer. One of the reasons we use fiber also in our weight control and food management plan, you have insoluble fiber found in foods like dark leaf, uh, leafy vegetables, green beans, for instance, celery, even carrots. Uh, they don't dissolve at all, and that helps to bulk up your stool, help produce that elimination so you go more frequently. So this helps to move this food through your digestive tract more quickly for a healthy type of elimination. Many foods, especially fruits and vegetables, naturally contain both the soluble and soluble fiber that we want you to have for, for regular elimination. Um, also, by the way, uh, at the topic of fiber, which I mentioned a few weeks ago, is important to enhance the uh, satiation effect for our weight loss patients, which is why we use it. Um, it. It increases that feeling of fullness, kind of expands like a sponge. So that's that's a good side effect of having fiber, not to mention it um, helps to produce more of the good bacteria. Um, and we want to see that happen to basically have good digestion. And also, you know, stimulates the different hormonal changes, including uh, changes in the hypothalamus too, and your leptin levels to balance those those hormones that make you feel full that way as well. Also, too, uh, with respect to constipation, if you're uh, if you're constipated, it may be tempting to turn to the over-the-counter laxative type of products. However, you know, they must be used with caution because last year the report from the USDA. Uh, there was warnings following 13 separate deaths, including one child that occurred just with over-the-counter saline-type laxatives, including the common one you know of called the Fleet uh, enemas and Fleet laxatives and others. These products contain sodium uh, phosphate, and what that does, that draws water heavily into the bowel, uh, which helps to soften your stool and makes it easier to pass. However, if too much of this is taken, it can lead to uh, not only dehydration, uh, but it can through that, you can have abnormal uh, levels of electrolytes in your blood, which can also cause kidney damage, heart problems, and even, as I just mentioned, there's been associated deaths. So be careful with these things. Uh, another crucial reason why laxatives are not a good option is that your body sometimes becomes dependent on these things. Um, this is especially true with the stimulating type laxatives, such as uh, the one that you're familiar with called X-lax, uh, which works by increasing the contraction of the muscle within the intestine, uh, this risk applies to uh, Senna and uh, also uh, uh, Casea laxatives, which are frequently marked as natural, so that's always you know, something to be cautious with, too. Um, and laxatives may decrease uh, colon's ability to contract over time, so there's some long-term effects there when we talked about motility. So, you know, a topic that we haven't talked about, but you'd be surprised, and the, the listeners that are suffering know the answer. I mean, how many people are you know, having, you know, just really anywhere from one to three bowel movements in a week instead of having essentially in the optimum state of health, uh, basically one bowel movement per typical meal, so one to three bowel movements per day. Uh, so it's a kind of a topic people don't want to talk about, but it really lends itself to uh, looking at if, if someone is at uh, functioning at an optimal level and looking at a good quality and what we expect from the human body when things are being handled properly from your lifestyle and from your food management, which is why, you know, our program here, our 30-day weight loss system is designed not only to help you balance nutrition so that you're not throwing your body into starvation mode, but you're budgeting calories or giving yourself optimum nutrition 
And why is it medically and doctor supervised through my father and I? It's because we throw these concepts in to support these organ systems, including what? The colon and the digestive tract, as we've talked about, not to mention thyroid, not to mention adrenal system um, that we keep bringing up. So we tie these whole things into play. And this is just one simple topic that we have not talked about that I'm aware of in, in the two years of the show, uh, essentially dealing with, uh, you know, having a bowel movement. So pay attention to that. And uh, if you're having this, this trouble, uh, there are some simple solutions that may help you uh, not have to run to the emergency room. Uh, there is uh, actually uh, Trader Joe's has a product called Ballerina Tea, which happens to be really effective. Just be close to that bathroom, but uh, you know you can uh, you can get yourself back on track and uh, really get yourself in a better state of health because not not having these regular eliminations is a clear sign that your system is failing and is going to lead to a whole host of other problems, including. Ultimately, you're going to be gaining weight. You're going to be having these impactions. You're going to have a rigid abdomen, and so there you have it. So that was a that was my little curveball for the for the kickoff for today. Is uh, something I haven't really brought up. That is something that we hear about and do discuss in the office. I just hadn't put it on my topic list uh, at all. So I'm glad we got that in there. Well, we have a listener now. Uh, she she's actually called in other times to our show, and she has an interesting take on. Uh, on this subject, so Teresa, why don't you uh, tell our uh, tell us and our li- those listeners what you just told me? Okay, um, Dr. Ron, I, you know I have problems with the thyroid. I am on natural thyroid medicine, but I was still experiencing constipation, and it just started probably about four or five years ago. Um, and I just decided last January to go uh, gluten free and. Uh, from going gluten-free, it changed all my bowel habits. I mean, I don't have any problems at all. But one of the things that I discovered is by using non-GMO foods, um, I can uh. enjoy wheat pasta, but it, it's grown here in it's grown in um, Europe because in Europe they don't allow genetically modified foods. So you can enjoy this your favorite pasta the breads and everything, but you got to be non-GMO. And if you look at the uh, average medical advertisements now, a lot of them are on bowel troubles, irritable bowel, uh, you know, and, and it's just a simple change. Change your diet. I mean, I, I used to eat fruits and vegetables all the time, and I still do, but I experienced the constipation until I dropped out the uh, uh, regular genetically mod- modified foods. And I don't. I won't eat anything now unless it has non-GMO on it. And I just read the other day, or I heard that Chipotle restaurant has changed their entire menu to be non-GMO. So people are starting to realize that it causes a lot of problems with your digestive tract. I had a friend a month ago that died from being impacted. She went to the hospital, and she looked like she was doing fine, and then she got septicemia. And she passed away. She was younger than me. She was probably in her early 50s. And it just, I wished I would have said something to her about get the GMOs out of your food, out of your, you know, your diet. It makes a big difference. And if anybody's having a problem now, I wish they would just try that little change to see if it helps them. Well, we we talk yeah. about that, uh, Teresa. We talk about GMO. We talk about the Roundup, the glyphosate. How how it's just uh, destroying our our immune systems and our bowels. So it destroys that what they call the microbiome of your bowel, uh, which is so critical to you, to your health. I mean, it involves dementia, and neurological problems uh, that people don't even realize that it, it's caused by your bowel. So uh, there was that's a, there was excellent a, advice. I'm sorry, there was a uh, a study done on mice. They were fed genetically modified foods. Within two generations, now that's not long, the mice, their uh, uh, intestines grew longer and their kidneys got smaller. Yeah, so if it doesn't, uh, do mice, what's it, doing to, what's it doing to us? Well, it definitely affects the telomeres, and we'll, have a, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. It, it affects the uh, DNA uh, long term. It, 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 it has tremendous effects, none of them good. So, uh, you know, Dr. Ron happened to bring this subject up today, and uh, I was glad that you called him with, you know, advice from the field, so to speak. You know, you're living it. I know. I'm I'm so glad that you have this 
uh, show that people can learn about natural things because there's there's so little out there, you know. Exactly. This is an education for people. Well, that's, that that was all. That is the reason for Rejuvenations Health Radio uh, to educate and also to promote. You know, our our office here in Florida at uh, fifteen seventy five Pine Ridge Road. We're you know we're available for you. Uh, phone number there is two three nine three three one five eight eight six. So two three nine three three one five eight eight six. If you like what you hear, uh, like us on Facebook, like us on Google. Uh, Dr. Ron, you while we have the uh, opportunity, Teresa gave us, tell them about our social media sites. Yeah, well, I mean, people can uh, certainly look at the the websites. There's actually some free gifting there when you when you take a look at our website at uh, lipolightnaples.com. That's L-I-P-O light L-I-G-H-T Naples.com, all strung together there. Lipolightnaples.com, and of course, um, Spine Physician. Dot com is a different site that we have for the pain management realm. So, uh, you know, take a look at those. Of course, you can like us on Facebook. And really what we're seeking now to really help us expand this information uh, worldwide, essentially, is uh, people taking a minute and going on to Google+. And if you wouldn't mind doing both companies, I would appreciate it, which is both LipoLite Naples and Rejuvenation's Chiropractic. Uh, that would... Uh, really help give us some good expansion through Google searching and have people really find us more easily. So um, what has been uh, advised to me is to ask of uh, having people, and certainly you can do the same on Facebook. It takes, what, all of a few seconds to click the like button or write a review. Um, but you can go on to Google+, which is really the, the one we're focusing on right now that would help us the most. Um, but there is Google, there is Facebook, of course, and there's Yelp as a, a review service. But right now I've been advised to try and get as many people who are really happy and proud of what we're doing and really trying to support us uh, to take a second and just type in Google in the plus symbol and search it. And you can, uh, just, do a, you can just do a Google search on Google Plus, write a review, and it'll take you right there. It's not that difficult to spend a moment if you're not familiar because a lot of people are not familiar with Google Plus. So take a minute of your time to, to help us out and uh, look up LipoLite Naples in the search window and also Rejuvenation's Chiropractic. And you can type a brief uh, blurb there about uh, if you're happy with the information or if you've been to us personally, uh, what your success and how you've been treated in the office professionally and, and personally. So that will be wonderful. Um, and that definitely will help us in our expansion to help more people. The more people listening to the show, the more they're, they're, they're passing this information on to their friends and family members and that means our listenership is going up, and that just continues to expand. Uh, it just virals out into more and more people. So you're just helping others by allowing us to share this topic, even like we just spoke about today on something simple that a lot of people are faced with. And, of course, what Teresa just brought, our listener, um, that is also tied right in there. Is um, In fact, to become a client in this office, if you're not willing to go gluten-free, dairy-free, and soy-free, I really unfortunately can't accept you as a patient because that is that is a must uh, from day one to reduce the inflammatory process that we know is so destructive in the human body, especially with respect to these topics of genetically modified foods and changes in protein, and that's why at the DNA level, the pastas and the proteins that once were safe to eat previously in years past are not safe any longer. And so that's the issue. It's not what was in the past and why people could tolerate and digest foods properly years ago. It's what we're faced with today, and human hands have really contaminated uh, and altered our food structure. So not not good. In fact, I had a patient tell me just yesterday that uh, even in these uh, third world countries, these starving countries such as Haiti, won't even accept the Monsanto seeds. They burn them because they can't self-propagate, so they're no good to them to try and help them survive on, on you know growing their own foods. Uh, I read an article that said that Monsanto has 60% of the genetically modified foods. That's yeah, a lot. That's that is a lot, and they control the seeds because yeah. the seeds can, cannot germinate. And where where they have used this Roundup, this glyphosate, those lands can't even grow grow uh, normal normal wheat, normal nor, you know the, the natural germ seeds. So it, it's really a it is a problem that uh, we're going to pay for in the future, where uh, Europe is not, because they they are not allowing Monsanto in there. I have I read an article in ID magazine about China 
and how their apples are actually poisonous, and their land is so poisonous that you can't grow anything on it. But they actually wrap each and every apple as it's growing with a paper bag with chemicals so no poison, no uh, bugs can get at it. And a lot of it is imported to this country. And, we don't, you know, you got to know where your apple juice is coming from for your kids. Yeah, you got to read labels. You have to read that not only the company label, you have to read who who imports it and where it's from because of of that. I mean, uh, Chinese products, even including lipstick, like we talked about, have lead and arsenic in them. And a normal you know what, a woman I, I, over a course of her lifetime uses two and a half pounds of lipstick. And if it's from China, she she's she's toxic. You know, I shop every week at the farmer's market. Well, I discovered that the peeled garlic that they have on sale comes from China. So, uh, you know, I don't want to cause any trouble, but every week when I go there, I pick up the garlic and I say, real loud, does your garlic still come from China? (laughs) They say, yeah, and I put it down, you know. Right. (laughs) Who would want to eat poison? And it's you know you're you're fooled because you're at the farmers market with a bunch of Amish people. You're figuring that they're sitting in their fields peeling garlic, and they're not. Now no, that all of their stuff isn't like that, but the garlic for sure is. Wow. Well, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, some good information uh, uh, as usual on Rejuvenation's Health Radio, and this 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 hour is flying by. I just want to uh, make a couple points about uh, even while Teresa's on the line here, and Dr. Ron and all our other listeners. I know we got a lot of listeners, uh, but I don't see any other lights lighting up, so I'm just going to keep you uh, listening for now. Just a couple things we've talked about. Triclosan on this show, I can't tell you how many times, and we uh, gave kudos to uh, Minnesota because they banned it. Uh, Triclosan soap ingredient, again, in another study that just came out, is linked to liver disease. So if you're using a hand sanitizer, okay, that has triclosan, you're going to have non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. If you're a user of acetaminophen, it's the number one cause of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. So, ladies and gentlemen, acetaminophen, especially when mixed with alcohol, is deadly to your liver. And and you add triclosan, uh, the uh, hand sanitizer, to that mix, uh, you're dealing, uh, you know, you're dealing with potentially fatal problems. If you want a non-triclosan hand sanitizer, it's Gold Bond Hand Cream. And it's a hand sanitizer without triclosan. That's what I use. Excellent, excellent. All right, there's a practical advice from a listener, uh, Gold Bond Hand Sanitizer. But you can look uh, look for that ingredient, triclosan. Uh, uh, and we've been talking about it for a year now, and uh, as I say, only one st- one state, and that's the state of Minnesota, has banned it. Uh, so uh, be be conscious of that. Um, and I just want to want want to make our male listeners uh, uh, conscious of one other fact. Uh, Dr. Ron and I have talked about vitamin D. Uh, I can't tell you how important that vitamin is. Well, a new study found that Polish men with prostate cancer have lower vitamin D levels than men with benign prostatic hyperplasia. In other words, if you, men uh, with high vitamin D levels may have a big prostate, but if your vitamin D levels are low, you have an increased chance of getting prostate cancer. So uh, we could go more into that. I'm not going to do it today, but you know, vitamin D is really important for your health. If you're not getting, if you don't have good sun exposure like we do here in Florida, you know, you can be tested, and that's the beautiful part about vitamin D. There's a blood test for it, and you can keep your levels between 50 and 70. So, uh, can, again, Dr. Ron talked on, about that. What's that, Tease? Uh, can you talk on, like, I've heard a couple of different versions of how to take vitamin D. And myself, personally, I used to take it every day with my rest of my vitamins. And then I read an article that said, do not take it the same time you take your calcium. And I started taking my calcium in the afternoon and my vitamin D in the morning, and it helped a lot with my inflammation. So right, but I don't know which I don't know which story is right because I just read one last week that says take it with your vitamin C. No, you should not take it with your calcium, uh, and you should take vitamin D with a fat meal, some fat in the meal, 
And you never take vitamin D alone. You need, must take it with vitamin K2. In fact, there are products out there uh, like Life Extension that have it in the same capsule. So uh, you need both of those uh, products. You need vitamin D, and that's the D3 now. And you need vitamin K2, and it should be taken with a fatty meal. Dr. Ron, uh, what, what's, your, what's your experience down in Naples? Like, well, I mean, I mean, I think the information is correct. I just, you know, my experience in dealing with the average, uh, you know, client consumer is um, I have to just keep it simple. And so as soon as I try to dial it into fatty foods and this and that, people just aren't taking it. So basically, uh, you know, I, I have it in liquid form. It's actually a uh, D3 specifically, and uh, it's in a droplet. And basically they can drop it under their tongue, and I have them do it generally either at breakfast time or dinner time or both. And, uh, you know, just try and get it done. And so I'd rather have people get 80 to 90% absorption and none by not taking it. So my, you know, my methodology is more based on the fact that I want people to be implementing rather than trying to make things even more complicated. Do I take the probiotic an hour before I eat? Do I take it when I eat? Do I take it after I eat? It's too difficult for people. I found that to be completely ineffective. So uh, there, there's like, you know, someone maybe like Teresa would be more astute to that, but the average person, it's too much for them to have to think about. So I just try and keep everything really, really bloody simple. And that, so that's my, you know, that's really my rationale, not, not on that really deep realm of science because there, there are better ways to have nutrient absorption, but I just work on, you know, trying to make sure we can get things implemented. Now, personally, I take 5,000 IUs of vitamin D a day. Is that a recommended dosage? And I, I, I tested on my vitamin D every four months. Okay. Um, I start people out generally at ten to fifteen thousand. I go for, I go a little bit higher than many people will will uh, come in discussing that they're taking. But if you're having you know, your vitamin D levels tested, that's good. See where you know see where you're, where you're falling, and make sure you know, you really should be having vitamin D in two forms. It should be the twenty five hydroxyl and also the one twenty five hydroxyl, just to see what your free and absorbed values are, so you really know where you are. And so your 125 should be between 10 and 75 um, uh, in that range. So just uh, just make sure you're, you know, you're getting both of those tests done when you get your blood work done. All right. Well, I go to a naturopath up here in uh, Pennsylvania, so he's, he checks everything mm-hmm. for me. So. Okay, yeah, but... So as long as you're, I mean, if you're monitoring it that way, then you should be fine, and it gives you a good, good parameter. Okay, All right, well, thank Dr. you. I, I appreciate it. No, that's good. And again, Teresa, like vitamin D and the, some of the other uh, vitamins, there are blood tests for it, so you don't have to guess whether you should be taking five, five thousand, ten thousand, or fifteen thousand. And it's interesting. Uh, some people here in Florida, you think they're exposed to the sun, they uh, that their vitamin D level is is good, but if you're dark skinned or whatever you're not absorbing as much and and you really have to be checked because a light skinned individual may only need five thousand a day a dark skinned individual may need twenty thousand a day so uh but again uh, there there's no guesswork uh, you just get the blood test and you go from there okay. and and speaking about vitamins before we close down on the show, you know people may have seen this uh, week uh study say uh making the headlines about the vitamins and cancer, multiple vitamins and cancer. And the study that made the headlines uh, at CBS and so forth, it was something like dietary supplements linked to increased cancer risk. Uh, Incredible. Uh, But you know what, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there's one thing missing from that story that's probably like Brian Williams because there's no study that existed that proved that. You believe that? You know, that could be a study because I have been taking vitamins since 1975, and I swear by it. my my brother heard that and he gave me a bunch of crap about it. I said, yeah, well, we'll see who's on Earth last. Well, here here's the here's the scoop <laughs> on that. The 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 American Association for Cancer Research. There's a guy that works there who wrote who actually co-wrote a commentary. That's not a study about how the overuse of certain supplements may increase the risk of some cancers. Well, he re- rehashed that commentary of what amounts to some cherry-picked studies, never claiming it to be a study, new or old, and the dummies in the media were off to the races, uh, to, you know, proving a new study. Well, there's not a peer-reviewed, 
paper that was presented, and there's not even an abstract. Heck, the guy behind this presentation said through his press agent he was horrified by how his words had been twisted. So don't believe that for a minute. Uh, There was no study at all. It was just a commentary. The person that made the commentary even complained that his words were twisted. So, you know, there's an old saying that goes, believing nothing you hear and only half of what you see. And, of course, of uh, believe 100% of what you hear on Rejuvenation's Health Radio. But for the record, multivitamins are proven to cut the risk of breast and prostate cancers, while antioxidants have been shown to uh, slash your risk of several types of cancer. So, in other words, ladies and gentlemen, keep taking your vitamins, uh, unless you're uh, an, an old media nut. Anyway, that's that's my take on that for before we close the show. Dr. Ron, do you have anything to add? No, yeah, no, I think um yeah, I just wanted to throw kinda of throw a little wrench in there just uh really focusing on uh, you know, some things that come up when I've been doing is just looking at what's coming up in consultations each week that we might not have touched on, so that's where the constipation topic came up to play for me. And also looking at the high frequency of certain issues that I'm seeing in the obese uh, patients that I'm that I'm looking at, people that are certainly 50 to 100 pounds overweight, looking at what you know what where they're really going wrong. So I'm just really taking a little bit of different approach, looking at either some of the the commonality or some of the uncommon things, and uh, seeing what might be really good uh, topics to toss into the constant repetition of the uh, of the triclosans and the and the NutraSweets, aspartame all the all the different chemical sweeteners the high fructose corn syrups all the things that people need to hear over and over and how to combat them with good oils and also looking at some of the things we're adding uh that we hadn't had about 6 months ago into our program not only for the benefit of shedding fat and boosting en- energy and metabolism but just also uh, for what we call our food management or overall lifestyle program, because interesting enough, as what's happened and what's starting to really take shape is the program that you and I have formulated now is not necessarily for, for weight loss people. It's really for anyone that wants to be healthy, and that's what's been kind of intriguing to me is that you know we put somebody in that healthy state and their body naturally wants to be lighter because your body doesn't want to hold on to all that excess fat. If your calories are in check, and your toxic loads are decreasing, then that 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 water retention, that inflammatory response naturally decreases, and all of a sudden, you know, which was a topic we didn't have time to get to today, all of a sudden blood pressure is dropping, insulin resistance is changing, uh, you know, hemoglobin A1Cs are coming back into normal, cholesterols are dropping by 20 points, and so you know, it's just uh, it's just exciting because the body's doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing when you when you when you treat it efficiently, just like I say. You know, go ahead and mix half gasoline and half water into your gas tank and see how your car chugs along. I mean, you can't you can't expect the body or any system to function efficiently when you're giving it contaminants that just don't work. So um, that that's kind of my you know my little stick there. It's just been fun to look at some of the di- different the highs and lows and the dynamics of client visits and consultations in the office and topics that are really we feel very important on a basic not too no not too deep level technically, but the, the basic levels of things that we need to get out there so people can start telling, you know, so they know and they tell their friends and family about these things they can implement today that don't take weeks and months to, to do and that aren't so scary to think about. You know, trying to make these things simple, as I mentioned earlier, and just how I have uh, an approach to taking vitamins uh, more for the concept of keeping it simple rather than people not doing it because it just doesn't fit into their schedule. So that's uh, that's kind of, you know, some things I hadn't mentioned where my thought process is for the show or I've changed gears a little bit. Well, I think I think it, we, you know, it's good that we keep the show current. We keep the uh, information uh, up to date and ahead of the curve of what people are going to find in in, in uh, their regular news media. And of course, uh, when, you know, practically, when you see people come into the office and uh, you see what they're complaining about, uh, we we can bring that up and talk about those topics. And speaking about those topics, I want to remind everyone on May 21st, Dr. Jamie Weaver uh, will be here to talk about anything wrong with your feet. She's a world-class podiatrist and surgeon. Uh, she's been a past guest, and she's she is absolutely excellent. Uh, we'll we'll talk maybe next week. I'm not 100. I haven't. I don't have the guest tied down 100. percent But we'll talk about colloidal silver. Uh, colloidal silver is the is the new generation antibiotic. 
It's been effective against MRSA. Uh, it's, it, it goes back hundreds of years when, when we used to, uh, our ancestors would throw a silver dollar into a jug of milk to keep it from spoiling. So we'll talk some, something about colloidal silver, whether you should be buying it, what's the correct doses, or whether you should be making it. Uh, and it's many uses in sinus conditions and so forth. Uh, and then Dr. Ron's going to uh, has a couple guests lined up, an, an orthopedic surgeon, a functional medicine physician, so we can keep you up to date on what's going on in, in the world of research and uh, uh, keep you on the cutting edge. Well, that's great. So, uh, you know, we uh, had the time. Time always seems to just fly by, and I think you and I both have uh, other topics that we had ready to go. Uh, which will which will carry over to next week. As I said, I want to maybe mention just a few things about you know the, these processes and, and the effect it has with respect to a common issue as well. It's discussed on on a, on a daily basis as blood pressure. Um, you can touch base a little bit about that. You can put some of your thoughts on that too. Even how the uh, ranges of blood pressure what used to be completely normal they're trying to tout as abnormal, which makes absolutely no sense. And so um, we can get into into some of that. And uh, where else did I want to go? I want to talk a little bit about some different nutritional, uh, st- some actual fitness training styles that I'm attempting to do that I'm uh, being introduced to through another guest that we'll hopefully have on, which is Jeff Delaney, something called carbohydrate backloading, which I'm actually trying as we speak. So some of these things that we're going to pass on to our listeners are uh, things that I'm actually uh, fooling with myself to see how my body responds, different concepts that may work uh, for some people. Uh, and may not work for others. So there's different dietary approaches and uh, how you're managing. Again, di- I don't really care for the word diet or dietary, but looking at the way we're managing our food and budgeting our protein, fats, and carbohydrates um, and, and with the effect of having the body function as efficiently as possible, and especially with the realm of our business in Lipolite Naples, and that is really shedding that abdominal fat, really working toward combating obesity, and all of the and the, just a plethora of problems that follow uh, gaining that that excess weight. Certainly, beyond um, when you hit that thirty, forty, fifty pound mark, it's it's a, it's the critical mass. So, um, as I talk to clients, you know you know the set points are anywhere between five and fifteen pounds. If you've exceeded that, you really need to step up and take things very seriously because as soon as you get to that 20-pound mark, in my opinion, things really start to turn. It's also much more difficult to get that excess weight off because you are converting to fat. It's not purely water retention. So in the realm of weight loss, uh, things to, to consider and to watch for as you lose weight and get to a comfortable position in your life, you need to have markers and milestones. You need to have ways to uh, correct and adjust those scenarios, and it's not that difficult to do whatsoever. There's a lot of different approaches. Some are fun to even learn how to do and implement, so you can really have ways to keep your weight in check and make it make some of these things not not so miserable. Make them fun. Just you know, kind of knowledge is power. So uh, hopefully, we bring some of this to, to the table. I've already talked about some key elements now in in uh, light of intermittent fasting which, again, basically comes down to skipping the breakfast, which most people have not even thought of or thought was a terrible thing to do. We've talked about something called HIT, which is high-intensity interval training, which is hugely popular right now. People are trying to fit their workouts into that 20-minute time frame, which just allows. Uh, so, anyway, we've covered some things now that are very common in the literature today in the world of fitness, and uh, so that you know that's good stuff, too. And always just looking at, um, you know your your dietary intake moving toward as Teresa our guest today uh, really trying it's very the problem is labeling isn't clear today uh, there's a number system on a lot of labels on fruits and vegetables so just learning uh, a little bit about how you can discover what uh, you know what products are genetically modified and what aren't um, sometimes you got to ask the question so it can be just difficult uh, so you know in places like Whole Foods Trader Joe's somewhere where you can maybe hopefully and hope to get uh, products that are not latent with pesticides and herbicides and genetically modified uh, seed aspect of, of growth, uh, looking toward those things, making that extra effort can go a long, long way. And so um, that's things you just have to do. There's no way around it. So there is effort. You have to have commitment. You have to have desire. And the ultimate goal is to have longevity and to enjoy your day-to-day life, as we say, adding years to life and life to years. And so that's my closure. I mean, uh, the motto here is now not only looking better, but having you understand the aspects to having you look 
and feel better so you can do the things you can enjoy and love the way you look while you're doing it. So Dr. Ron is working with his body. I'm working with my sleep habits. And uh, I, as I told our listeners at the beginning of the show, I ordered a, a new mattress with, had, which has no petroleum products in it, which has no off-gassing. Uh, so uh, I should be getting delivery of that this week. I'm uh, anxious to try it because, uh, you know, without uh, a good night's sleep, you are subjecting your immune system to a lot of disorders and, in fact, even dementia and uh, I did a lot of research on flame retarding chemicals and their serious uh, health risks, you know, and uh, it looks like uh, we all have have these flame retardants in our system because we've been exposed to them. Uh, and the fact that there was one study that showed that we may have six different types of toxic flame retardants in our system. Uh, so uh, they are organic halogens and... Uh, they can cause all kinds of IQ problems in children, hormone disruptions, which we've talked about endlessly on this show, and they can be associated with cancer. So I didn't want to be sleeping on a bed that uh, off-gas these flame retardants and other chemicals. So I'll report on that as uh, we as we get into it, and the company is a really reputable company introduced to, to me by Dr. Ron. And uh, we, if things work out good, and and, you, and this is indeed what they say, if they're walking their talk, uh, we'll be able to offer you some discounts on mattresses through this company. So uh, I'll report as we go along. So with that, Dr. Ron, it's been a great hour. Teresa, thank you. I know uh, I'm going to mention two other names because I, I, they didn't want to ask questions, but we have a, a listener from New Jersey who is just an incredible person. We have a listener from Garnet Valley, Pennsylvania. I see her number here, just an incredible person. Probably one of the few people in the world that's still taking shorthand. And one of these days I'll get her notes and uh, maybe we'll publish them of the show. But I want to thank everybody for listening. And, uh, Teresa, thank you so much. You are, you're incredible. You're so intelligent. God bless you. So with that, Dr. Ron, I think we're done. Sayonara. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week, 1 o'clock. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on LockedTalkRadio.com. See you next week. Ciao.